Hello, welcome into another edition of the Daily Blues Podcast right here on 101ESPN.com. My name is Dan Betlock with you. Glad you're along with us. Blues coming off a disappointing loss last night at the hands of the Vancouver Canucks. Blues uh, dominated that game, but uh, Mr. Demko for the Vancouver Canucks played the game of his life. Shut the door on the high-end chances for the St. Louis Blues and stole a victory last night for the Vancouver Canucks, giving the Blues their third straight loss as the Blues will try and get back on track against Calgary tonight. We'll get into that a little bit later, but let's hear how it happened last night the highlights from the Blues' loss at Vancouver. Hughes was in St. Louis, but he turns it over, takes a hooking penalty. Perron to Sanford, he scores! And with a delayed penalty and a Hughes turnover to Perron, Cost the Canucks a goal. Zach Sanford puts the Blues on top. 16.54 to go. Period number one. One nothing good, guys. Well, there's that sloppiness that we mentioned that we might see in this game, and it comes from the Vancouver Canucks All-Star, who was just in St. Louis all week. His second shift of the game, a, a very poor turnover in his near side corner, and Quinn Hughes, David Perron strips it. He comes right after it, goes right to the net. He gets hooked. He goes around the net. What great awareness as he's coming out to the right side of Demko to understand that Zach Sanford is going to be going back to that back door and Boy, you got to applaud Zach Sanford, who's been doing a much better job getting to the net and playing physical, according to Craig Berube, right on the back door. Terrific start here for the St. Louis Blues. Cole Horvat now in behind the net. Trying to center. It's deflected on. Big save off the right leg of Allen. Shen will clear. It goes too far for Cairo. And Myers sends it back off Louis Erickson into the St. Louis zone. Ball keeps the puck. Goes to the left side. De La Rose trying to move it through center. Turned it over. In shooting it on, and Allen will make the save. It's a big save by Jake to keep it tied on a turnover at the line. Trying to get around Perico. Patterson, far side, still finds Perico right in front of him. And not over Tannen. Looking in front, shooting it, and it goes off the post. Allen, I think, got a blocker on it as well, and the puck cleared out. Chased down by Hughes. He connects to Pedersen. Here comes the young forward to Vertanen over the line on the near way. Knocked away by Dunn, but not out. Tanev to Miller. He shoots and scores. Canucks have tied it up. Miller in the high slot. Ripped off a quick shot that beat Allen on the glove side. 17.44 to go in the second. One another. 1-1 one, one the score here in Vancouver. Well, I tell you what, sometimes you got to tip your hat, and this is a, a phenomenal play by JT Miller as he accepts this puck. A hard pass from Tanev at the point. Hold on to his hand. He's down on one knee. Three Canucks are in front. They shoot, and Allen makes the save on Horvath. Ryan Sutter. That'd be the most the richest traditional family in the National Hockey League, I imagine. Here's a shot deflected on. Rebound, and Demko denied Shen with a sprawling save. And now it's oh. off of Shen on a deflection and right back on. And Demko showing flexibility with another beauty. Keeps it a 1-1 game and 15-02 to go in the second. Boy, I tell you, JT Miller's behind the net. He's trying to shoot out a stretch pass. Now over to Shen down along the wing. Kairou checked in too, but keeps the puck. Kairou shooting it. Oh, Schwartz was there. Boy, the Blues have had some opportunities on deflections. They just haven't quite gotten it to the net. They come to Kairou, put it on, and Demko another save. 10.03 to go in the second period. And now it's Falk straight away. Wrist shot blocked off the stick of the aforementioned Miller. And now the Blues retreat. They get it in. Pedersen to Bertan into Miller. He shoots and scores. 
and the Canucks get their first lead of the game. They lead 2-1 to one with 8.48 to go in the second period on a transition goal. And as he digs into the corner, great play by Dunn. Boy, Dunn has been feisty. Very aggressive with his puck play tonight. Yeah, he has. I think ever since he got partnered up with Petrangelo about two weeks ago, he's just, he's found a different zone in his game. I've been impressed with Vince Dunn these last few weeks. Sanford knocks it down out of the air, but then turned it over to Pedersen, who shoots it on, and a save made by Allen. I don't think Sanford saw Pedersen. Shoots it wide, recovered off the wall, nearly cut clean by O'Reilly, and then chipped ahead to Miller moving in. He's got the last two goals for Vancouver. And he has Vancouver on top, 2-1. to one. Feeds to the blue line, deflected down and on. What a save off the toe of Jake Allen. He made the first save off the right leg from a deflection, then sprawled to his left with his ankle and made a toe save, knocking it out. Then the puck whistle dead off of a high stick. Play is stopped. We have a 2-1 game still. What? But then sent off the near side to Sundquist. And as he gets to it, Hughes checks into Sundquist. Hughes holds onto the stick of Sundquist. Horvat's going to toe drag it in the middle. Shoot it on. What a move by Bo Horvat. And Jake Allen, equal to the task, makes a save, staying with. The speedy Canucks forward. Boy, keep an eye on that save right there as Bo Horvat, the captain, turns Jay Bomeister inside out, and he's looking to go five-hole, and Jake just collapses on the pads, goes down low, and just smothers that up to keep this a one-goal game. That could be one we're looking back on saying that was a momentum changer in the game. Waits and holds to it. Now tries to force it through. Bounces to Perron, and Perron's able to win it, but can the Blues keep control of it? Lose it to Edler. Now Schwartz got it back. Schwartz walks in, shoots on. Demko with another fine save. And the Vancouver goaltender. Miller on Bozak now, and Tyler Bozak wins it clean to Dunn. Dunn finds Bozak to the goal line. Steen jams it on. The save is made. The puck comes loose. Dunn is there and finds Thomas on the near side. Demko has lost his stick. Can the Blues get the puck to the goal? Thomas dangles with it. And over to the far way. Canucks deflected to the line. Nice play by Falk to hold it in. Chopped at by Bozak to Steen to Thomas near corner. Mounted done. Shot blocked. In front, Demko. My goodness, another spectacular save. Here's Petrangelo as the Blues get the puck ahead. Schwartz over the line for Sundquist. To Shen to Schwartz. And another save by Should have tied the game for the Blues. Schwartz to the goal line. O'Reilly out of the corner to the blue line. Petrangelo, far side. Shot. Oh, and it hit the outside of the post. Perron stick breaks. And the Canucks tried to clear it around him. They do. Erickson to the empty net. They get it to Horvat. And they'll put it in before the final second ticks off. And the Canucks will win this game 3-1. Unfortunate timing of the broken stick by David Perron. Canucks are going to send the Blues to yet another three-game losing streak. Vancouver comes out of the break, leading the Pacific Division and gets two points. And the Blues lost their last two games going into the break, lose their first one coming out. And it's 
it's not going to get any easier as they head to Calgary to take on the Flames. Well, last night at Rogers Arena, the St. Louis Blues fell to the Vancouver Canucks by a score of 3-1 to one despite out shooting Vancouver 37-26. to 26. Jake Allen got the start. He allowed two goals. The Canucks did score an empty net goal. A game where the Blues led one to nothing on a goal by Zach Sanford. But Miller would score twice in the second for Vancouver. And then Horvat would add the empty net goal. And the story of the line uh, last night, though, happened to be the backup goaltender for the Vancouver Canucks. Thatcher Demko was just outstanding. No, he was. And I think that for Craig Berube and this whole Blues staff, uh, their biggest concern heading after break was timing, uh, maybe energy. Maybe it was going to be a little sloppy. I didn't see any of those things in the Blues game last night. The energy was there. The execution was there. Five on five was exceptional. They came out of the gates flying. Uh, even at the end of that third period with the Blues being down by a goal, the Vancouver Canucks just had, uh, they were lifeless in their D zone. Didn't really understand what was going on. There was confusion. The Blues were humming. They were coming. An unfortunate late penalty there on Jaden Schwartz kind of sealed the deal for the St. Louis Blues. And they just ran out of time last night. And they ran into a very hot goaltender in the Vancouver Canucks in Dasher Demko. Blues face off against the Calgary Flames tonight in their second game of this four-game road trip through Canada. Again, last night, Blues fall to the Canucks by a score of 3-1. to one. For Joe Vitale, I'm Chris Kerber on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. As you heard Kerbs mention there, Blues and Calgary Flames back, our uh, Blues get back at it tonight against the Calgary Flames. So a chance to get back on in the wind column tonight against the Flames. Uh, John Kelly was on with the Bernie Miklas show. Of course, John called the game last night for Fox Sports Midwest. They touched on last night's game as well as a little bit of the All-Star Weekend uh, with Bernie Miklas and John Kelly. So here's J.K. with Bernie from the Blues Booth segment on 101 ESPN. Uh, I know there's, there'll be a morning skate and all that good stuff. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Bernie. There actually is no morning skate today. For the record, the Blues are going to uh, sleep in and rest and uh, go to the rink later. But, uh, no, everything's fine. It was a tough loss last night, obviously. Uh, the goaltender, Demko, was amazing. And, you know, you have 37 shots on goal and only get one goal. It's tough. But that's hockey, Bernie. As you know, it's sort of like in baseball, you know, pitching is the great equalizer. That's the same thing in hockey. And I think that's what the Blues ran into last night in, in Vancouver in that 3-1 loss. John Kelly with us. And uh, I'll be all over the map here, John. Sorry about that. But I wanted to go back to no something. <laughs> I know. You're a good guy. But I'm just warning you in advance. My brain, my head wires are, are uh, they're kind of... Uh, they're kind of tangled this morning, so anyway, I wanted I wanted to ask you what time did the Blues traveling party get into into Calgary uh, this morning? Uh, we got to our hotel at two o'clock um, Mountain Time, so you know we lost an hour. So really, not too bad, quite honestly. It was about an hour and a half flight. Um, so, uh, but you know the Blues are obviously should be in fairly good shape considering that they were off for nine days. Um, you know, back-to-backs are tough, but I don't think it's as big a deal as Bernie people make it out to be. The Blues' record in back-to-backs is pretty good this year. So I, I think they'll be fine tonight. They take on a, a Calgary team that's rested, obviously. They did not play last night. Um, so in a, in a way, it could benefit the Blues that they got that game under their belt. Um, I know Bruby was concerned about the execution last night. Um, with the layoff, but I think they executed pretty well. They just didn't finish. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight, but uh, obviously it's going to be a tough game. It's a tough road trip, quite honestly, Bernie. You know, a few years ago, this Canadian road trip wasn't 
you know, nearly as difficult as it is now. Uh, the California trip was really hard, but now all the California teams are struggling, and, and the Western Canadian trip is a lot more difficult. It's a, what a uh... – Gosh, I, yeah, we've been saying this for years. This is nothing new, but but the Western Conference is is just loaded. And there's so many young teams that are, seem to be getting better. Vancouver's a great example of that, and and not only Vancouver but others. But I guess the point, John, that I'm getting to is the Blues have been terrific, and no complaints here. But there's not much breathing room. I mean, if they slip at all, um, there's there's certainly a lot of really good teams that, that'll fill that void as far as catching them in the standings or whatever. Well, you're right. I mean, they, they had a six-point lead over Colorado going into action last night. The Avalanche did not play. They are still on their on their break. Um, but you're, you're right. The Blues are going to have to play good hockey in the final 33 games here if they want to finish in first place. You know, they're in very good shape as far as making the playoffs, Bernie. It would, it would take just a, a, a awful collapse to miss, and, and I don't see that happening. They're, they're too good a hockey team. They're playing really well. Um, but I, I said to you last week on this show, I think, you know, it, a lot of times it's just get in, and, and that's obviously number one in, in the Western Conference, make the playoffs. But, you know, this year in particular, you really would love to avoid the second and third um, seeding where you have to play a team like Colorado or Dallas. So I think it's, it's, it would be really nice if they could finish first and, and play somebody other than Colorado and Dallas, assuming those teams don't slip. So, you know, a long way to go, Bernie, though. It's, you know, it's almost silly to start talking to a playoff position and seeding and things like that. Uh, but, you know, the Blues are in good shape, and they have to continue to play well and get their wins, and I'm sure they will. Um, but uh, right now, they're they're in a tough stretch where, you know, they're on this five game road trip and they've got to get some wins here. And it, hopefully, they can get one tonight here in Calgary. John Kelly with us here from Fox Sports Midwest. Um, yeah, just to, I know you've talked about this and a lot of people have, but it is pretty remarkable what's going on in the Pacific Division where the you have five teams separated by three points: Vancouver with sixty, and then four others: uh, Edmonton, Calgary. Uh, Arizona and uh, Vegas with 57 points. I mean, that's uh, so you're you're going to get the Blues are going to get everybody's best shot anyway. But especially when um, the competition is so stringent like that in that division in this conference. So I just wanted to throw that in there just to get people updated. Uh, John, what, what your thoughts on the, the whole All Star Weekend? I know it's over now. The circus has left town. Everyone's back to work, so to speak. Even though you, I know you had some broadcasting duties. Uh, during the during the All Star festivities, uh, what did you think of how it went? Well, it was a it was a slam dunk home run for the Blues um, organization, the city of St. Louis, Bernie. Uh, starting with the all uh, the alumni game on Thursday, um, you know it was a real treat to me um, for me to see the likes of Gretzky and and Brad Hall, McKinnis and Pronger and. Curtis Joseph and Doug Gilmore coming to town and, you know, Bernie Federko and, and some of the alumni took part in the, in the skills competition Friday night. You know, I don't know. I was at every event, Bernie. I was over at um, the Fan Fest, and that was just packed. There was a five-hour wait for pictures with the Stanley Cup. I mean, St. Louis, um, we knew they would come out in – in force and with great energy and enthusiasm, and they did just that. So it was outstanding. Uh, you know, I thought the, the game itself, the, the three-on-three tournament, was 
fairly competitive, and I, I think that the fans really enjoyed themselves. So uh, hats off to, to Tom Stellman and, and Chris Zimmerman and the entire Blues organization. Uh, they were great hosts, and it was a certainly a wonderful weekend. Great stuff there from John Kelly. Of course, All-Star Weekend was an absolute smash hit around the league. St. Louis getting rave reviews for the job that they did hosting an amazing event. Let's get into a Krispy Kreme cup of Joe as we move along here on the Daily Blues podcast on 101ESPN.com. I am Dan Betlock. The Krispy Kreme cup of Joe airs during our intermissions uh, for Blues hockey, so you'll hear one tonight. Uh, it's actually Ivan Barbashev, so we'll play that for you tomorrow right here on the Daily Show on the Daily Blues podcast. But Joe Vitale sat down with Braden Shen uh, for his Krispy Kreme cup of Joe for last night's broadcast, and let's play that for you now right here on the Daily Blues podcast. All right, we're here with Braden Shen on this Krispy Kreme cup of Joe and, and Braden. I, I got to tell you the story. So last week I did a Q and A with Wayne Gretzky. Have you heard of him? I, yeah, I think I might have. The uh, great one. Yeah, about ninety-nine. I asked him this question. I said, "Which Blues player brings you on the edge of your seat?" You know who he said? Um, Jane Schwartz. No, he said you. He said Braden Shen. What a compliment. I mean, seriously, though. That's, that's yeah, all joking aside, that's uh, an absolute compliment. Um, yeah, wow. Well, uh, he said he loved your work ethic. He said you're an upstanding guy. He said he saw you at dinner last week. Yeah. The week yeah. before, I think it was polite society. Yeah. 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 But um, he loves how hard you work. He loves how you take care of all three zones. And I, I, I just been meaning to tell you that. I thought I'd wait till the Krispy Kreme Cup of Joe intermission to do it. What an absolute compliment. Um, you know, I know we're, we're kind of uh, laughing about that, but obviously you idolized that guy uh, growing up as a kid. Um, the Obviously, the records, all the records he has, how good he was, how much he means to the game. Um, so for, for him to, you know, I guess watch the Blues, uh, pay attention to my game, that's a uh, pretty incredible accomplishment. Uh, not accomplishment, but, uh, you know, um, you know, for, for compliment. His, compliment. That's, that's the word you're looking for, buddy. You know, it's a story I've been on by weekend. Uh, you know, the brain goes a little bit. So back in the interview game now, and i got to start thinking again. I had to think back on what the last game was for the St. Louis Blues because I had to get right back into the work as well, and it was a little bit tough. How was your week? Good week? Good time off? Spent time with family, friends? Uh, yeah, we had a, a heck of a week. Um, you know, there was me, uh, Bobo, uh, Jakey Allen, Schwartzy, Bella Rose, Sunquist, and Sanford. And uh, the wives and, and girlfriends uh, went down to Tulum, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, checked it out. A little, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a, a jungle feel, hipster feel. Yeah. You know, some beach clubs, day clubs, nightclubs, good restaurants. So we uh, we had fun. I think Bobo wins the best hand from All Star Break. No? Yeah, he's got that. Like, he starts with a little bit darker skin. You know, they get that yeah. Italian skin or whatever yeah, in him. You know, he's, he gets a nice uh, reflection. You know what? Bozy though. I mean, my, yeah. You take a look at Bozy uh, during the game tonight, and okay. uh, you'll you'll see a, a nice uh, nice tan on him. Nice. <laughs> Saskatchewan town. Did you get a chance watching the game, schools competition? I know you're probably really busy traveling, moving around a bunch. Uh, you know, had it on the TV or whatever. Didn't really pay attention. Uh, closely, obviously, uh, you see, um, you know, the highlights and stuff like that. And uh, for what everyone hears uh, or what you hear, it's um, you know they did an unbelievable job as far as city putting it on, fans coming out to, to see players, interact with players. So uh, that's what the All Star Game is all about, and it's pretty uh, nice to see St. Louis to. Uh, um, you know, put on a such a good event. And side note, uh, get a couple texts from players on the league. They can't believe how, how nice their locker room is and, and how well uh, the Enterprise Center is. So that's obviously uh, cool to hear when uh, you're uh, a player that plays there. Braden's great to see you again. Uh, looking forward to the second half. Good push here to the playoffs and everything. And I'm glad you had a good week off. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing you around more often. It's been a long week. I missed you guys. And that was your Krispy Kreme Cup of Joe. And that's Braden Shen. Good luck tonight, buddy. Thanks, Cup of Joe. And hey, you should kind of tell the viewers who you have in your phone uh, now. That, yeah. that is a big one too.
too. I put him in at 99. 99, Mr. Wayne himself. So <laughs> you're, an, you're a celebrity yourself. Hey, you're his hero. Thanks, Braden. Awesome stuff there with Joe Vitale and Braden Shen. What a cool little nugget there from Joey about the Wayne Gretzky saying uh, that uh, Gretz really loves to watch Braden Shen and get, brings him to the edge of his seat. So a uh, cool little nugget there from Joey and awesome reaction, genuine reaction there from Braden Shen uh, finding that little nugget out. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for today's Daily Blues podcast. Don't forget we got Blues and Flames tonight on 101 ESPN just after 8 o'clock. Pre-game show starts at 7. Remember what I always say, go see a ball game often, follow your local teams. It really is fun for the entire family. Dan Betlock signing off on 101ESPN.com.